Hi, welcome to Three to Live By, the podcast where we search for simple answers to life's complicated questions. I'm your host, Suzanne Binford, and my co-host, Greg, production dog Maddox. Hello, hello. Today's topic is combating anxiety, nervousness, and panic attacks. Not nervous about this at all. Tell me, you're you're sort of the smarter one of the group. Tell me, <laughs> give us <laughs> a quick uh, official criteria of anxiety. Tell us exactly what anxiety is to you, Miss Therapist. So anxiety is worry, like over worry. That's probably the main symptom. Um, it can also venture into it occupies your mind, you have intrusive thoughts, you can't stop thinking about something, you have difficulty getting to sleep, you have difficulty paying attention because you can't stop worrying about something. Um, It can go further than that too, where you start worrying about things that haven't happened or not likely to happen. That's another aspect to anxiety too. So let's go ahead and give the official DSM-5 diagnosis of generalized anxiety disorder. Number one, excessive anxiety and worry occurring more days than not for at least six months. Number two, the individual finds it difficult to control the worry. Number three, the anxiety and worry are associated with three or more of the following six symptoms. Restlessness, being easily fatigued, difficulty concentrating or mind going blank, irritability, muscle tension, or sleep disturbance. And what about panic attacks? Tell us what that is exactly, Suzanne. I would say that is when all rational thinking has left the building. (laughs) You are running straight on emotional fumes and it feels like it's on fire. That's the thing with panic attacks is that it feels like an emergency. A lot of times people can't catch their breath. A lot of times people think they're having a heart attack when they're having a panic attack. It has very, very strong physical symptoms to go along with it. And it's just difficult to think rationally at that point. So here's a definition of panic attacks. Panic attack is a feeling of sudden and intense anxiety. They can have physical symptoms, including shaking, feeling disoriented, nausea, rapid irregular heartbeats, dry mouth, breathlessness, sweating, and dizziness. The symptoms of a panic attack are not dangerous, but can be very frightening. Okay, well, would you like to start us off? Sure. Sure. My number one is breathe. You know, I like to keep it simple, right? So breathe, literally breathe in and out. A lot of times we hold our breath when we're anxious and don't even know it. And so when you are not breathing, that can increase your anxiety. I would guess that a lot of people have heard of breathing exercises. There are lots of different ways to do breathing exercises. But it is breathing in a measured way, out to four counts, into five counts, or out five counts, in four counts. There are different ways that people do it. The gist of it is that it gets you focusing on your breath, how you're breathing. It gets oxygen in your body, and it helps calm your body down. 
Like I was saying before, sometimes things feel like they're an emergency or they're on fire, but they aren't actually an emergency. And so calming your body down lets you start thinking more rationally about that. You can use it reactively, like when you are anxious, and you can use it proactively. So if you use a breathing exercise once a day, twice a day, that can actually help decrease the likelihood of becoming anxious or starting to panic. Boom. You got it. That's it. We're done. Breathing. All right. That's we're done. the one and only. Thanks for joining message. us today. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, I phrase it a little differently and I think I'll push it to my number three instead of my number one. I knew, you know, that's just the best way. There is no doubt. Okay. You ready for mine? Go my for new it. number one. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. My first maxim, think about the next 20 minutes only. This is the classic maxim, live in the present. Now is all that is real. We can't worry about yesterday, which is gone, or tomorrow, which is just an idea that may or may not come. That's a little depressing, isn't it? (laughs) But think about the next 20 minutes only. Live in the mindful present. I like that. So you don't have to think about, well, when I get home, I got to do this, or tomorrow I got to do that. None of that matters when you're trying to get through the next 20 minutes. Mm -hmm. I love that. It can reduce anxiety and stress, you know? It can. It keeps you from future tripping. That's what I always say to my clients is it keeps you from future tripping. And it keeps you, like you said, right in the moment, the next 20 minutes. Do I need to take a shower, wash the dishes? Get my socks and shoes on. What am I going to do in the next 20 minutes? I like that. All right. My number two. I know I say this all of the time. It's my favorite. It's probably my life philosophy is to move. <laughs> I know, move. You can't see it, but Greg just mouthed it with me. Move. move. All right. Um, tell, tell us about tell us about this one. Yeah. No, all about moving. But it is one of the easiest, best ways to change your mood. And it helps you release that anxious energy that builds up in your body. And it doesn't have to be exercise. I'm not preaching exercise, although that's helpful. But you could be cooking, you could be painting, you can mow the lawn, move, just move, do something. There's a book I read, it's called The Body Keeps the Score. It's by a psychiatrist named Bessel van der Kolk. The book is actually about trauma. One of his recommendations is yoga, that if you don't do anything else for yourself, that yoga is very helpful because it has that mindfulness component that you were talking about earlier. Yoga makes you pay attention and stay connected with your body, which helps you calm down. You have to pay attention to, is your foot in the right place? Is your butt sticking out too far? Is, you know, is my hand up far enough? That kind of thing. So yoga keeps you connected to your body which helps you recognize if you're starting to get anxious before you panic. That is something I often recommend. And I know that sounds so cheesy. If you've been in therapy and you've had a therapist who's like, go do yoga. It's true. There's a reason for it. We're not trying to, you know, push you off on anything else. But it's something that you can do for yourself. Even if you never step foot in another therapist's office, it's just a way to stay connected with yourself. So that's my whole spiel on yoga. Thank you, Dr. Vanderkolk. 
I, I do agree that moving is so important. But let me ask you this. Isn't it also important sometimes to be still, do nothing, find peace by existing, chilling out, maybe meditating or doing breathing quietly? That's not moving. So mm-hmm. what do you think about that sometimes it's to quit moving and to chill? Yeah, I there's a lot of truth to that, too. I think it's sometimes if you recognize you're running from something, that's the time to sit still. I uh, I didn't put it as one of my maxims, but taking a nap, it's one of the main things I do to, when I'm stressed and anxious is to take a little siesta, you know, mm-hmm. just to rest. L- luckily, I work at home a lot. So a lot of times I can eat lunch and then lay down for a little bit. There's a bonus, Maxim. Take you a nap or a siesta if you can. It's like three and a half today. There's your half. <laughs> right. Okay. Anything else on move before we move on? <laughs> Aren't we funny today? Aren't we funny? <laughs> you need to get a you need to get a t shirt with move on it. Suzanne says move for every for every problem in your life, move. You already know what my number one answer is going to be. I'm just going to change it to my number one answer. I don't care what it is. Move. I know move. It. I just know move. It. Oh, wow. All right. Are give you me, done? Yes. Give me your number two. Okay. My number two, Maxim, is affirmations are your friends. Feed yourself positive messages. I'm safe. I can handle this. Just breathe. Maybe say a quick prayer, trust in God, help me through my challenges. Maybe have a set of mottos or maxims to post on your fridge or in your phone. Three to live by, of course. Affirmations really help. They do. Practicing positive affirmations feels awkward, especially in the beginning. feels really weird, awkward, disingenuous. That's not me. I don't say this crap to myself. Well, maybe now you do say this crap to yourself. You are what you think you are, you know. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty important. And you're, you're right. It'll be awkward at first. But it sure helps set a positive tone for your day, for your interactions, for your self confidence, of course. Mm -hmm. It's a big part of self esteem. Okay, well, good. What do you got for us for number three? Number three, talk with somebody. It could be a friend. It could be a family member. It could be a therapist. You can call that new call line, 988, talk with somebody. It helps you sort out what is in your head. It gets more of your brain involved, actually, when you're just ruminating or kind of circling on something in your head. When you use your voice to talk, it activates different areas of your brain. When you listen to someone respond to what you just said, it lights up another area of your brain. So it truly does get more of your brain involved in the processing when you talk it out with somebody. Yeah. I never thought about talk with somebody for anxiety, you know, for a lot of different things. It's a great one. But I agree. I think it will work. It works for everything, including anxiety. Mm-hmm. Give me your no- well, we know what your number three, but elaborate on it. No, I used a few different words. I'm a little more poetic than you. It's true. My third maxim, similar to your first, live within your breath. 
several times a day, become aware of your breathing, live within the peace and harmony of simply breathing in and breathing out. Just doing this a minute or two several times a day will really help reduce anxiety. You are absolutely correct. That is far more poetic than mine. Far more poetic. <laughs> hey, you know, we complement each other. You're the brains and I'm the spirit. How you about are. that? Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, there's a video on YouTube. They have a three-minute one and a five-minute one. It's a mindfulness meditation, and it is breathing. Breathing in and breathing out. I like the the breathing mindful meditations. I don't have a story uh, today exactly. I thought I'd want to use my story time a little bit to me and you discuss the link between anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. It's hard to separate. Um, you know, I wish we had one word or term for anxiety and depression together. I don't know if they ever are totally separate and different. Tell me your take on anxiety and depression. They can be a symptom of each other. So very deep depression has an often has an anxiety component. And there's also the opposite of that. You can be anxious for long enough and strong enough that you become depressed. Yeah, I guess to me, depression almost always has, has an anxiety component. Anxiety often has a depressive component, but not as much that way. But it's so hard to separate, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's more what are what's the majority of the symptoms, you know? So if your depressive cycle is more prominent than the anxiety, maybe that anxiety is a is a symptom of the depression versus yeah. if you stay on high worrying, ruminating about things until it becomes hopeless or feels like it's hopeless and then you become depressed, then the depression has become a symptom of the anxiety. Right. And another component, um, it's easy to say anxiety is normal and so common that when do you when should you treat it and does it need to be treated shouldn't we just deal with anxiety and consider it part of life what's your take on that anxiety is a normal thing to feel kind of like what i was talking about before if you get butterflies in your stomach now that's not full blown anxiety but if you're planning a wedding I'm just going to use that as an example because we're going to be doing it really soon. As of the recording of this episode, my daughter is not engaged, but she will be by the time this is released. So we'll be in full-blown planning mode. And that Congrats. can... Congrats. Yay! <laughs> um, that can be anxiety-producing. That can be... It's exciting, but there's so many moving parts to planning a wedding especially it seems like nowadays they're they're not very simple you know they're they're much more involved and so that can be anxiety producing but it will be relieved by the time 
right that's the wedding's not, over that's mm-hmm. not anxiety that affects your functioning and that's long term right and you might lose some sleep over the caterer canceled three weeks before the wedding and you have to find another one but once you find another one you get the wedding done you're going to be good but if you're losing sleep so if you have anxiety once the wedding's done and you think the anxiety is going to decrease but then you find something else to worry about yeah that might be something else Let's pick our three favorites. How about it? We both picked a breathing one. I like how you worded your breathing one. Live within your breath. That's number one. Yes. I like All that. Right. And let's see. Let's see my favorite of yours. We're we're choosing opposite today. I'm not going to go with move. That's great, but I'm move. Um but I do like it better than talk with somebody. Okay, I'm going to, for your favorite one, how about move? Oh, thank you. I'd like to thank Greg <laughs> for choosing move. Move. I really, I'm just honored. Oh, gosh. Now, it's important. Okay, so let's uh, let's think about the third one. You have talk with somebody. I have think about the next 20 minutes and affirmations are your friends. Think about the next 20 minutes. Okay. Yep. That's a good one. Isn't it? Live it in really the present. Mm-hmm. And you know, is it the next 20 minutes, the next five minutes, the next 10 minutes? Who knows? I just said 20, obviously. Mm-hmm. I plucked it out of the air. But I think it's helpful, isn't it? It is. It breaks it down. In Alcoholics Anonymous, AA, I've done a lot of substance use work, and um, so AA is often a component of that as people look for support. And AA has a slogan, one day at a time, just pay attention to the next 24 hours, because people can get way ahead of themselves. And I love that. You can use that for lots of different areas, and you can break it down. Like you said, maybe I just get through the next five minutes. Right. Nope. It is is a great maxim for all stress and uh, challenges in life. Just Mm -hmm. take it one minute at a time if you have to, right? Yes. Yeah. You can make future goals, but you have to start on the path to the goal. And so that's where your five minutes is, as you may be shooting for something, but you have to pay attention to right where your feet are. Exactly. I have a to-do list. I know what I got to do, but I spend a little time on that and most of the time on living one moment at a time. Mm-hmm. Good all one, right. Greg. That was good one. Oh, all right. This is a this is an important uh, episode. I'm glad we tackled anxiety today, aren't you? I am. I am. It's a, a thing that people struggle with a lot. Yeah, it's everywhere. And part of it, of course, is we live in an anxious, uh, stressful uh, society. I'm sure anxiety has just skyrocketed in the last 50, 60 years. Wouldn't you think? I I think so, for sure. I think we live in a fast-paced world where you feel like you have to make split-second decisions and feel like they're going to affect you for the rest of your life. And so things that are not on fire feel like they're on fire. Yeah. It's important to recognize it and then take a few steps to, um, it won't go away, but you can manage it. You can combat it, right? 
Absolutely. Thank you for joining us today. We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at 3tlbpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook, 3tlbpodcast, 3 to live by. We'd love to see you on the socials. Yeah, thanks so much for listening today. We appreciate everyone out there. Until next time. Peace in. And peace out. Peace out.